Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning, Rod Squad. Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the big game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds, but we were in the arena at the same time. We were, I was there with him. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, it reminds me so much of that game, uh, the Dolphins game I went to last year with Dan Marino. Hey, I got photos. Welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show, everybody. Hope you're having a great start to the week. We certainly are. We've managed to get into Hour 2, and I'm in a tremendous mood still. And I assume uh, the Moose is, too, our co-host, lovely and talented Darren Moose DuPont joining us. How you doing, Moose? What's going on? You're smiling ear to ear. What's got you laughing and giggling? Up uh, yeah, there? I'm having having a great day, too, Rod. I mean, it's it's been awesome. Good weekend leading into a great Monday. Yeah, and there's some folks here that have uh, been very patient on the 902 text line waiting to get their comments read. I'm starting to think that people are realizing now how this show goes off the start of hour one. Darren and I talked for 20 minutes about the best topics of the last 24 hours. And we move into the viewer comments in our interviews. And then when we get into hour two, it's a free-for-all. And that's where we're at. We're at the free-for-all time right now. 902-518-3033. What I'm sensing here, a couple of things. Fall is for football. So a lot of people want to talk about uh, what happened to the CFL on the weekend. And believe me, we're going to spend some time here on this Calgary-BC brawl, if that's what it was, at McMahon Stadium Saturday night. I never really did get your take on that, and I do want it. Um, Some NFL, of course, and hockey. Dean Millard was with us last hour from Edmonton saying, everybody's starved for hockey. They are, but I, I can't get into the rookie prospect games. I can't. Like, I'm reading what happened with the Panthers. They're playing in North Carolina for a tournament on the weekend. I'm like, I don't even know who these guys are. And that's kind of on me, but kind of not too. Because <laughs> I got enough to follow. I'll wait until the regular season starts, or at the very least, the actual preseason games. And a lot of people want to talk about two things related to both the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, my former team of 20 years, and just pro football overall, uh, and Garrett Marino, who was cut from there for bad behavior on the field and off, and now he's signed in the USFL. So we got some take on that. Um, can you just tell me, uh, Canada West football? We can't forget that. You called the big mm-hmm. Saskatchewan at Regina game. What was the final? 12-10 or something like that? Sask, 7,100 people there. Hell of a game, I heard. Oh, unbelievable. 11-10 was the final, and it was really great because Saskatchewan's number two, Regina's number six. So it was a top 10 matchup, and the Rams, they went toe-to-toe. It was great, and they led for a good chunk of that game. Um, But Mason Nias, who we both know really well, um, a Regina kid playing in Saskatoon, trying to win the heck Crichton. Um, He struggled a little bit, still threw for almost 300 yards, but he led the Huskies in the final minute 
on a wonderful 50-yard drive, seven plays, set up a game-winning field goal. It was loud in that place. It was really cool, the atmosphere. So it was a fun uh, end to the weekend. Uh, that's for sure. It was, uh, it was great. Okay, good. What is going on? <laughs> Who is flying the Millennium Falcon here right now, man? Um, uh, okay. So DG in Saskatoon writes in. His name's Dan. He says, morning, guys. I'm disappointed as a 49ers fan to see Trey Lance go down with a season-ending injury, but go Jimmy G either way. The question I have, how hard will these spring leagues in the U.S. now push for players on NFL contracts to be eligible for their leagues. You don't think The Rock would want Trey Lance's star power? On the other side, wouldn't the 49ers appreciate him getting playing time somewhere? I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Okay, this guy, DG in Saskatoon, is on to something. This is the guy who called Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers before anybody else. And you know who we're talking about here, this guy. But Trey Lance ain't going anywhere. He's going to rehab his broken ankle, and uh, he'll come back to the 49ers. I did. I, my mind didn't go there. Where my mind went was, everything happens for a reason. Right, Kevin, our medium, who's watching now in Airdrie, Alberta? Everything happens for a reason. Say it with me. Um, there are no coincidences. Here we go. Um, say it with me. There are no coincidences. Everything happens for a reason. Nobody traded for Jimmy G because he made $26 million a year. So he restructured his deal down to $6 million a year in San Fran. And now he's starting. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody's happy. But it certainly worked out for the San Francisco 49ers. That's where I would go. Secondly, I get this sense in Canada where I've spent most of my life. They feel, Darren, there's a scarcity of football players. That's the sense that I get. And you guys, and Dan, you were at or by Vikings training camp in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. You should know there is an unending supply, unending supply of football players that will play USFL, XFL, yeah. Uh, yeah. CFL, NFL. It's like Canada. Just imagine where you, where you people are. Yeah. Where you people are. There's no end of guys that will play in the will play hockey. We all yeah. played record senior with a guy that thinks if the right scout shows up at the right time, he's going to get a pro contract. We all know that guy, Kevin Carver. <laughs> so those spring leagues don't need to worry about signing a Trey Lance or anybody that's undergone a season-ending injury. That's my take on his question. I get where he's going. There's no yeah. need for that. No, there's not. And, you know, when you look at Jimmy G in San Francisco, he actually gives them the best chance to win right now. You know, Trey Lance is still young and developing and maybe he's the future, but they made that move too fast. You know, this is a team that's supposed to contend for a Super Bowl this year. And now with Jimmy G at the helm, here's a team who you start to feel confident about again that can get into the playoffs and maybe go deep into the playoffs. So, you know, I think it's good. You know, Trey Lance, one thing he doesn't have is reps. And unfortunately, he's not going to get them this year. But San Fran's in win-now mode. So I'd be going all in right now with Jimmy G and and going to town. And they spanked the Seahawks with Jimmy G on Sunday. Um, we got to speed up our thoughts. There are a lot of comments coming in, and I love that. means we got a lot of viewers. Um, We will get to the Calgary-BC 
brawl. It was more of a skirmish in the parking lot, but I'm trying to build it up bigger than it is. <laughs> but Todd in Red Deer writes in and he says, great shows last week. And in one of them, you talked about Coach Chamberlain. This year's riders remind me of that team. The riders seem to be unraveling before our eyes. Do you agree, or is this a lifetime of the riders' ghosts talking to me? LOL, again, love the show. For our new viewers that don't know, I was the voice of the Rough Riders for 20 seasons, and I've had fan, rider fans like Todd say, Rod, just tell us a story. And I could sit and tell 20 years of stories, and people would just love it. I do it at sports banquets. I'm not going to do that here. Because the guy brought up last week, Rod, what's wrong with the riders, right? I said what's wrong with the riders, and it spawned a big page on the internet. Pages. Um, so you say it reminds me of Coach Chamberlain. What year are you talking about with Coach, Coach Chamberlain? Because he coached 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015. Four seasons he coached. Once to a championship and once to the worst start in franchise history. You tell What year are you talking about? Because in 2013, he pulled their wiener out of the campfire. And we went on to win a championship. In, 20, in 2013, he pulled the wiener out of the campfire. In 2015, he was fired just before the Labor Day Classic with an 0-1-9 start. So you got to be more specific. I saw some... Okay. For the benefit of the Ryder fans, and I said i got to make this quick, er, and I will. In August 18th, 2013, our players had a brawl. Boys will be boys. But it was on Dudney Avenue outside of a nightclub. We talked about this. It didn't fracture the team. Three players were charged out of it, brought the team together. They went on a massive winning streak after that, went on to win a championship. Here with Garrett Marino, it appears to have fractured the team because Friday night, when they lost to Edmonton at home, unthinkably, after the game, the coach, whom again I love and believe in, Craig Dickinson, said we're missing our two best D linemen in Garrett Marino and Anthony Lanier. He said, we're not good enough. These guys feel beaten, if I'm paraphrasing. Uh, they've lost their confidence. <laughs> Does that sound like a team that's coming together to you? They certainly don't seem to have championship um, aspirations. Cue the Jim Mora. Playoffs? <laughs> Playoffs? Let's try to win a game. Literally, they've lost seven of nine. So if you can ask me which Chamberlain team it reminds me most of, it's 2015 when everybody got fired. Now, there's another fat gecko running around. I should send you a video of him. To the, to the Calgary-BC uh, game, I don't know how much we talked about that. I'll say, you said it, but I'll say it again. I'll ask you to say it again for the benefit of our yeah. viewers here, Darren. There's a sucker punch at the end of the game, something said about somebody's family. And then it carries over into the parking lot, and it looks, I think, <laughs> it's 111 Eastern, 1111 Mountain. Um, I've changed a lot, obviously. I've changed a lot. Just before your eyes since we've met in the last seven years, but far more before that. I would have been all over that, for sure. But I was told by CFL people, no, Rod, we can't have that. We need to be a respectable league. We want our sponsors to deal with us as a professional league. We can't have fights in the parking lot. We can't have this. So now we have it. So I'm sitting here going, this looks bad. This looks like high school. And I'll meet you in the parking lot after the game. Or Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I'll see you in the parking lot. So I don't think it looks good. But my guy, Jeff, uh, sorry, Kevin, the medium, 
goes, I think this is good. It sparks interest. It sparks debate. The stadiums are half empty. <laughs> it's what I used to think, but now, but I was told that I was uh, a clown and uh, not respected because of these takes. So I'll have to stay with that. Where are you? Yeah, you know, you're both right because it's not a good look to have parking lot brawls and have sucker punches and things like that. That's not a good look. But Kevin's right, too. Like, it does spark interest. And when you've got guys, and I know Lucky Whitehead posted something on Twitter and Bola Combo posted on Twitter and guys are posting on Twitter and they play again right away. See you next week on the field. You better step up. You blah, 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 blah. It's got me wanting to tune in to see if we're going to see a brawl in the pregame. Or what are we going to see on the first series? Either way, I will be watching. Like, I will be tuned in. Um, it's not that I, you know, create, it's not that violence is the answer here to create buzz, but something needs to create buzz, some sort of intrigue. And it can't just be, we guarantee a win because that doesn't really do it, right? I mean, this is creating some serious buzz and people will be watching. The, the games clearly aren't enough. Um, in the NFL, for the most part, the games are enough to create buzz, but we're seeing in the CFL that it's not. Um, here's one. John in Winnipeg. Um, he says, riders suck. Move on. All I'll say about that is, John, I would never, or have I ever told you what to do? Have I? I would re- appreciate the same. BW uh, in Edmonton, Washington, says, Rod, did you see the voice of the Yokotoks orders is now the voice of the Medicine Hat Tigers? Way to go, Gino. Yes, the Tigers announced that on Friday. They announced that on Friday. Way to go, Gino. <laughs> Sorry. Kevin, Kevin, the medium, says, are you calling me a clown? I'll see you in the parking lot. <laughs> How about that? I was just thinking about that line the other day. Oh, I'll tell you why. You watched everybody. I think you still have time to go out to my Instagram story, Rod Peterson official, and you see that boat smoking by me in that little channel in the Florida Keys. Um, yeah, you saw it, right? Oh, so, yeah. oh yeah. Serena and I ended up going the wrong way down a channel that apparently only motorboats are able to go down, not kayaks or canoes like us knobs. So I was, I was paddling in the middle of this channel in the Florida Keys just yesterday from a landlocked spot, a farm. No idea where I was going and what I was doing. And that boat come trucking down from behind me. If you look really close at the look of disgust on the face of the guy driving that boat. So I was trying to come up with something to call him in the video. And uh, I thought, jackass. (laughs) (laughs) That was from uh, Happy Gilmore. I called him another word that wasn't good. But uh, yeah, that was from uh, yesterday. John Ohm has apologized. He says, my bad, Rod. Just not happy talking about the riders today. Uh, we can get there. I, and I appreciate you saying that. Todd Pinkney says, there will be a brawl before the game for sure. But when it's happening, TSN will probably show Dunnigan cooking and we'll miss it all. Don't! <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, here's what I would do. <laughs> and I meant to go down this road. I meant to go down this road and re- 
we'll take a break right after this. But if you're Randy Ambrosi again, I'm sure there was, I guess there's some cell phone uh, footage of this, but not great cell phones. And Darren sure not how it started, right? So he's going to have to go by eyewitness yeah. accounts. And what I would do, if it all lines up with what we hear, Cam Judge, our close friend, he who throws the first punch is usually the one in trouble, right? We've learned that in life. Um, yeah. Suspend Cam Judge for one game. Doesn't matter what Lucky Whitehead said about him or his family. I, I don't think this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm right. We'll have to talk about this afterwards. But if you suspend Cam Judge, there shouldn't be a brawl because he was the instigator That's throwing right. the first punch. We'll talk about that and more when we come back. All right. Plus tonight's Monday Night Football twin build it's the rp show on game plus television we're live streaming on youtube as always also on your favorite podcast platform and on the radio wqee 99.1 fm have you subscribed to the rod peterson show youtube channel yet head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A sports update. The Buffalo Bills will aim to avenge a tough loss to the Tennessee Titans last season when the two sides meet tonight on Monday Night Football. Buffalo opened the season with a 31-10 thrashing of the Super Bowl champion Rams in L.A. last week while the Titans looked to earn their first win after a loss to the Giants. That game on ESPN in Canada, TSN 1. In the other game, the Philadelphia Eagles take on the Minnesota Vikings with hopes of a second straight win over an NFC North opponent. That one can be seen on ABC. And baseball, Aaron Judge and Albert Pujols could make this a milestone week for home runs. Judge hit two more Sunday to raise his season total to 59. That's too shy of Roger Maris's American League record. Now the slugger returns to Yankee Stadium where New York will play its next six games Pujols needs just two more to reach the 700 homer mark after hitting 12 since the start of August. The 42-year-old Pujols is retiring at the end of the season. Only three players, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, and Barry Bonds, have hit 700 or more home runs. 
The sports update for Dark Horse Bets. It's Woodbine's easy-to-use betting app that brings the excitement of live stream horse races right to you. It's AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available for Android and Apple devices. For Ballers Rec Room, the Tap Brew House and drive through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. The moose is here. Here we're talking about what we want to talk about. The reason I had a twinkle of a smile there, moose, was I thought with Dak Prescott out, what the heck are the ESPN commentators going to talk about in the morning on Get Up and First Take? Because all they talk about is the Dallas Cowboys. And this morning, it's Rex Ryan on there saying how great Cooper Rush is. And he's no Dak, but how great he was in that walk-off win, basically, over the Cincinnati Bengals. So, and the reason I was thinking it was Carlos in Indianapolis wrote in and said how they want Frank Reich fired in Indy because the Colts are off to a 0-1-1 start. And my point that I'm getting to is, and by the way, for our listeners in Atlanta, as you know, the Falcons are off to an 0-2 start, but nobody's getting fired there. Are these all overreactions? The teams that are off to a great start, like the Dolphins, for instance, are they that good? Are the Colts that bad? Does the Titans season hinge tonight on what happens in Buffalo? Like, I feel like it's a little early for all what's going on here. It's early, but you have to look at how these games are being won and lost. So when I look at Tennessee into going into tonight's game, I'm not really down on Tennessee because they lost to the Giants, who haven't been good. I'm looking at that game. Saquon Barkley played pretty well. Titans played a pretty good football game. Ryan Tannehill threw the ball well. He was clean. Derrick Henry was okay. So there's a lot of pieces there. I look at you know the Indianapolis Colts, and they're not playing very well. So that seems more like it might be a trend and actually something that can continue because the team's not playing very well in some of these games. So I look at how you're winning games or how you're losing games as to what might help you predict if this is just one week that we should forget, or if it's something that can continue because for some of these teams, it's, Hey, it's poised to continue. I look at the New York jets. Yes. Joe Flacco turned back the clock. I don't expect Joe Flacco at 35 years old to play like he did, you know, at 28, but that Jets team is a team on the on the rise now, so I wouldn't write them off. Same thing with the Detroit Lions <clears throat> with Jared Goff. You look at how they finished last year really, really well. And Jared Goff throws a high completion percentage and actually manages this offense pretty well. The Detroit Lions are on the rise. So watch the games, watch the trends, and you'll be able to predict the future. Randy in Winnipeg uh, writes in, he says, two games started in six years and Cooper Rush is great now. Come on, Cowboys fans. Yeah, but he's 2-0. Listen, I don't want to... I know from talking to our American viewers, the insiders of which I referenced in my column, they're here for the CFL and the hockey talk because they can't get it anywhere else. But you see what we get going on with the NFL, and people can't stop. (laughs) It, It feeds itself. So again, what would you do if you were us? You would go where where you're wanted. Just one more BW in Edmonton says, is Matt Ryan playing any better with the Colts? Individually, no. He can't win in Atlanta or Indy, but that's not necessarily his fault. Um, I got to think, I got to tell our viewers right now. They're, they're bringing up issues here that I covered all on the weekend in my 10 things column. I don't want to talk about them here now. For instance, should Jeremy O'Day be fired? He's the general manager of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. In 20 seconds, let me tell you this. 
all the football people that are not working right now or are in other places and looking for jobs are all talking about who's going to be running Saskatchewan, who's going to be the head coach, who's going to be the GM. So everybody expects those guys to be fired. Do you guys want to sit and talk amongst yourselves about who should be fired and who shouldn't? That's cool. I discussed it all on the weekend. I'm over it. You know, some want to talk about the brawl for it all. The brawl that I don't even know if it was a brawl. I wasn't there. I'm glad I wasn't there. What went down Saturday in Calgary. And Jeff, the Stamps fan, you have to understand, if I was running a league, and I never will because I don't want to, I would bring in a third party all the time. Because Jeff, the Stamps fan, is a great example. He wants the BC lines drawn and quartered for their role in this thing Saturday night. He says, Jeff, you know the layout, Rod. Lions would have to walk around the southwest corner of the stadium. Talking about getting to the parking lot. Down the dip into the Stamps parking area. Very deliberate. Locker rooms are in separate buildings at McMahon. He started it. It was him. He started it. My point is, grow up. Suspend them all. Fight them the hell out of them. Or it's great for the league. I can't really decide. But to, for it's Duke Williams, did you spit on the guy? Nope. Well, I have three guys here that said you did. Nope, I didn't. <clears throat> well, there was like four people standing right there. They said you did. Nope, I didn't do it. There is zero integrity now, not just in pro football, but in sports in general. And I dare say life in a lot of ways. If you're Randy Ambrosie, how the hell would you get to the bottom of this? How would you, Darren, if there was no video? Like, touchdown Atlantic. They had clear video of warm-up of Duke Williams ripping the helmet out of the opponent's hands of the Argo Shaq Richards and hitting him with it. Open and shut. I'm not sure cameras were rolling at the end of the game Saturday night where Lucky Whitehead says something to Cam Judge. Cam Judge suckers him. If it's not caught on video and you have to go by people's word, that wouldn't be a very good place to be. It's a tough place to be, really tough, because then it's all he said, she said. You know, when I think about this, I'm like, well, Cam Judge makes sense. He's suspended for a game, not going to be in the rematch, and you can't punch anybody. We just know that. That's, that's automatic. <laughs> if we look at the BC Lions making their way down to the parking lot of the Calgary Stampeders, they can't do, they shouldn't be doing that either. Probably should be fined. I don't know about suspensions, but there should probably be some fines handed out. But then it gets really gray because, you know, football players, they all played together at some point. You typically go and see each other maybe afterwards, you know. So are you saying I can never go to the opposing team's locker room or outside there to see my boys? Am I going to get a fine because I crossed this invisible threshold? It's kind of gray water. And especially when you say he said, she said, that's tough. Just reading from our viewers here. It's very entertaining. <coughs> Kevin, uh, Kevin the medium. He will now go by the term from now to the end of time. Kevin the medium says it's 2022. Two teams in a parking lot. No one has a phone out. Hmm. Well, this ain't a 7-Eleven, you know, where we see all those videos and reels of somebody wailing the tar out of somebody at a 7-Eleven till. We see that all the time. How many parking lot brawl videos do you see? I've been in a few. You're not usually reaching for your phone. You're not. (laughs) You got your head on a swivel, right? And to be honest with you, I just kind of say, where's Rick Campbell? Where's Dave Dickinson? You know, the head coaches of both teams. 
Yes, Jeff, I have been in that situation outside McMahon Stadium in Calgary. And it's interesting you say, we haven't even been close to a brawl. Because with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, we conduct ourselves with the utmost of integrity. Or at least we did. I've had my vehicle vandalized out front. The riders have had vehicles vandalized out front. I'm getting off topic. Do you think that the coaches and the G, do you think they could corral their players? Or could this go on with it undetected? What are you asking? No, they they can't. I mean, this isn't kindergarten class. They're not lining up everybody at the door before we leave the locker room after you've showered and changed and put your gear away. Now line up at the door and follow me onto the bus. Like that's not professional athletes. But I don't know, was it you over the weekend that I was talking to or somebody else that's like, how come we can get 16 different replays in ultra HD 4K of foot? Yeah, a football video. But outside the 7-Eleven, we can only get this grainy footage that you can barely identify if it's a man or a woman. <laughs> the the fish eye video. Yeah, of, that might have been uh, on Friday's show. Yeah. $300 billion deal. But I mean, again, can I quite often say, can you imagine if this was the National Football League? But it wouldn't happen in the National Football League. Can you imagine if this was the National Hockey No fights in parking lots? What's going on? <laughs> No, it's like this is minor Jamar, hockey, going back, peewee hockey. Yes. when the parents meet outside after their kids were fighting on the ice. Well, it is fun to talk about, but I just think it's so bush league. Arlen Bruce the third AB writes and he says Kirk Cousin is an MVP type quarterback. Watch out! And Chiefs all day. Well, Arlen is from Kansas City, so I know I got you, AB. How do you say that little town you're from, Arla? It's like Olavi, something like that. Just outside Kansas City. Um, but tonight, deal or no deal, a quick one before we bring in Dylan Kular, president of the Vancouver Bandits of the CEBL. Although we do have a few moments. I was thinking, I do have written down our deal or no deal bets. Yeah. And incidentally, you <clears throat> lost the NDSU Arizona game, so you might want to brush up on your college football picks. All right. Say that I I'll had I had it. I called the winning team. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be back. Uh, Tennessee at Buffalo tonight on ESPN. Bills favored by ten. Deal or no deal? Yeah, I'll still take the Titans. Uh, I think I took the Titans at nine and a half. Now the line stretched to ten. <clears throat> I'll take Tennessee to cover. Uh, says the guy in the Tennessee jacket. By the way. Ken Friedman is watching on YouTube and says the 7-Eleven comparison was Rod. I laugh because it's so true. Ken's the guy that wrote and asked if we would talk about Garrett Marino on the program today. And uh, not only did we talk about it already, it's in my commentary at rodpeterson.com. If you missed it, what we said here, you can always read it there. And then this is, listen, with all due respect uh, to the Titans and the Bills and you, I don't really care about that game. I think the Vikings at the Eagles is going to be a much better game. It's on ES, uh, sorry, ABC. The Eagles are favored by 2.5. And a big NFC showdown. Deal or no deal? No deal. I'm taking the Vikings in that game. I think both of these teams have really explosive offenses, though. The game's going to be a lot of fun. If you like offense, if you like you know, a lot of action, I think this game is going to be Way more fun, actually, 
than the Buffalo-Tennessee game, which I think will be more of a physical game um, where the defenses will play better. Um, I, I, I predict more points in the Eagles uh, uh, game tonight with the Vikings. What is going on? I feel like everybody's on edge. Did your system just get wonky or something? Like, what is going on? I'm or is it just sure. me? Yeah. Okay, your sounds... It might be just me. It's like your sounds going in and out, and you seem a little fidgety. Is your phone going off? Maybe I'm fidgety. We're, I don't know, because I can't see myself. <laughs> We're having a day. No, are we? I'm asking you, are we having a day, oh, no. or is it just me? I might just be you. I'm not really sure what's happening. Oh, so everything's perfect on your end? For me, everything's good. Okay. No, it's good. Well, I think it might be maybe the ghosts and the spirits are buzzing around here. I'm not sure. <laughs> that happened last week. So uh, are you coming back for overtime? You bet. I will see you then. Okay. Excellent. Uh, we'll do another sports update coming up a little later on. As Moose said, he'll be back for viewer takeover in overtime. 902-518-3033 is the number to reach us in our studios. And Dylan Kular will join us next of the CEBL's Vancouver Bandits. Looking forward to that as they have split off into private ownership away from the league. We are on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's episode number 844 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. Airing live on Game Plus TV and in the evenings on WQEE. Metro Atlanta 99.1 FM. We put the pause on the viewer comments coming out of a busy weekend. We're pleased to be joined by Dylan Kular, president of the Vancouver Bandits of the Canadian Elite Basketball League. Big news, privately owned, not necessarily splitting away from the CEBL, but this is, this is groundbreaking stuff, Dylan. Uh, welcome to the RP Show, by the way. Can you just... Tell us a little bit what's going on on the pro basketball scene out there in the lower mainland of BC. Yeah, no, just recently uh, we've announced the sale of one of the original six franchises in the Canadian League Basketball League, the Fraser Valley Bandits, then also the rebrand from the Fraser Valley Bandits uh, to the Vancouver Bandits. And we're very fortunate we have some strong local ownership uh, with Brian Slosser Chuck and Kevin Dollywall, uh, co owners of the Vancouver Bandits, who are really going to take us to another level. It's been super exciting here, playing now one season at the Langley Event Center. I'm not sure if you've been before, but hopefully you can make it out uh, one time soon. Uh, we were able to experience a handful of sellouts this past season, and now with local ownership, uh, we're, we're super excited about the future here. I've been there for hockey. I haven't been there for basketball, but I will tell you this. We've been following the CEBL since day one. I consider ourselves startup cousins. We're in year four, and the CEBL's coming out of year four. And I follow it incredibly closely. And Vancouver or Fraser Valley's kind of like everything else, Dylan out there on the West Coast, kind of out there on its own, right? A lot of long road trips, no close geographical rivals, really. But you guys really seem to have been doing well in terms of drawing and so forth. Like, how long have you been with the club? And 
Tell me what the prior four years have been like as you move into this new era, really, for the Bandit. Yeah, I've been with the franchise since 2018. Uh, Lee Genier, Josh Knuster, Mike Morinelli gave me uh, the trust to really manage this organization then on the business side. I've evolved to manage both business and basketball. But what we've been seeing here in, I guess, now Vancouver, the Vancouver region, is there's an appetite for professional basketball. So the Vancouver Grizzlies, over 20 years removed uh, now. And we've now come here to fill that void. You know, like There's phenomenal basketball being played in Toronto uh, with the Raptors, but there's appetite in these uh, communities across Canada have something to call their own. Like you have the Raptors to call your own from October to March, June, hopefully June, they're making a deep run. But in the summer, there's a drop-off. Like where, like where can people access their basketball? What can they have in their own local community? And that's what the CEBL is, and that's what we've been able to achieve here in BC to really become BC's team until another CEBL franchise uh, comes about. But uh, the appetite for pro sports has been evident with the corporate support and the community support and our ticket sales and sellouts. Uh, it's been very fascinating to see. And over the four years, making it through COVID, uh, with this, with, with the leadership of Mike Morreale has been, you know, a very unique experience, but uh, a great leader who's taken us to getting us through COVID was really a big testament to the league. And now that we've made it yes. through, it's evident that people are super supportive of the league with the games that are selling out across the country. Well, and that's the thing is um, Canadian Premier League similar. Like I saw Tommy Wielden, the coach of the Calgary Cavalry FC, saying, most startups don't last, period, let alone through COVID. They've done it. The CEBL's done it. And it's because it's a tremendous product. And our viewers, Dylan, are writing in saying how much they love your logo on your chest. And I'm like, boys, you've had that logo since year one. I think a big part of it is just exposure, right? There's no reason why people should, they should know that logo, right? I uh, know in BC they do. And you know, with the yeah. new ownership now, like they have purchased the rights to the Fraser Valley and uh, the Vancouver metro region, which is part of the rebrand uh, direction, is to be called the Vancouver Bandits now, to be more encompassing of the region. I think now, nationally, internationally, the brands start be- becoming more recognizable with that cachet of the Vancouver name. But you know, if you come to BC, the icon is, re- is recognizable. We've done a great job. And, and, and in return, the basketball community has been super supportive of us uh, in this province. And if you're a basketball player or you're a basketball fan, you'll likely know who the, the Vancouver Bandits are. Uh, from Arlen Bruce III, I'm not sure you know that name. He's a former BC Lion. Uh, Dylan, he's written in. He says, Rod, I'm not BSing you or the CEBL, but ask them, can I get a special tryout for the Vancouver team, the <laughs> Bandits? He goes, uh, I was the all-time assist leader in high school. Let's go. It's Arlen Bruce III. Great Cup champion from 2011 with the BC Lions. I'll just leave that with you two. I'm a connector. Arlen Bruce III and Dylan Kular. So what's next for the Bandits? So you got a long time until next season. So what do you, you just obviously wrapped up this one. What's next for your club and the league? For us, from a, a local perspective, yeah, it's starting to connect the community to our ownership group, the interest in the franchise, has already gone up at least two, three-fold uh, since really concluding our past season. And now with the local ownership, they're going to be able to introduce us to some of their networks that are going to really take us to another level. Um, but for us, it's continue doing what we do on a day-to-day basis. The CEBL really prides itself 
on being embedded in their communities that that they play in. Uh, so for us, we'll continue doing that, being connected in the local basketball scene, being involved in community events, looking at ways to create our own events outside our season. I think our season is but short, three and a half, four months, uh, depending on the length of the season. So what can we do outside the season to remain top of mind for people and to add value in our community? So that's going to be a big focus for us. Continue pushing the, our tickets and setting up people to attend our games. Arguably some of the best entertainment that you can access are CEBL games. And we're, we're very excited to get more people inside our venue. So that's what we're going to be building towards towards next summer. And from a CEBL perspective, uh, as you know, there's some movement in the league and there's a lot of interest from a lot of uh, groups across the country to bring teams into CEBL, or at least to their region. And now you know what? CEBL is in a position where they can be patient and wait for the right groups, which they've done with us. And I'm thankful for it because we have some great leadership coming here to the Vancouver Bandits. Well, I would say uh, congratulations on the rebrand, um, the success and sustainability. And you know where we are. Dylan, if you need any help from us, I think it's a great league, a, tr- a tremendous product. I don't think it's an insult to say it's mini NBA and maybe it will rival the NBA at some point. Who knows? But Dylan, thanks for this. Anything else before I let you go? No, if, if fans are interested in learning more about the team, they go to bandits.ca or check us out on, at, at the Vancouver Bandits on all platforms. And I appreciate your time. Good stuff. All right. Good luck. Have a great day, Dylan. Thank you. And of course, our BC viewers checking in. Uh, from Mr. Feast on YouTube says, I hope BC Place will sell out. Are we talking about for the Bandits? Are we talking about for the Lions? What are we talking about here? This one thing about BC, and I got a lot, obviously been going there for years. Got a lot of great friends out there, particularly in the media. And Ed Willis, the Hall of Fame writer from the Vancouver province saying the Rocky Mountains are like a vortex. As I'm looking at it from my side, not yours. He's like, we're cut off from the rest of the world out here. So you got your Canucks, you got your Lions, you got your Whitecaps, you got the entire WHLBC division, the BC Hockey League, and now this, the CEBL. I'd like to get out there and make them part of the country. But they got to be part of it. I think these guys do. We'll be right back more with Moose. Viewer takeover should be great. It's the RP Show on Game Plus Television. YouTube Live and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, it's the final segment of the old RP Show. It's called Overtime. It's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. You're home for the UFC and the NFL. That guy's been playing volleyball there for quite some time. Let's bring uh, the Moose in, shall we? The Moose. It's going to be fun. Uh, Moose, you said at the end of Friday's show, this is the best two hours of the day. And it is the best two hours of the day. If we can bring the Moose in. Everything was great. What happened? Now we're having audio issues. Okay. I felt like when I asked him if everything was going great at the end of the last segment with him, and he said yes, that I couldn't really believe it, what he was saying. And now here we are. So Todd in Red Deer, I love this. It can just be me and you again till the end of the show. 
What is like what really is, is this me? Is it me? So Todd and Red Deer regarding his question, saying this year's Riders reminds him of a season with Coach Chamlin. And I'm like, which season? And uh, okay, now I'm getting rattling in my head. And I don't think that's the normal. I think it's coming from the studio. Not the normal rattling I hear in my head. That's Darren logging in. Okay. Florida man runs into traffic right after the end of his television show. Watch for that headline later. Todd says, and I said to him, which question, Todd, or sorry, which season are you referring to with Corey Chamlin? He says, nope, sorry, Rod, but it's better to leave the question open-ended and let you roll. He knew what he was doing. He played me that son of a like a fiddle. I think I'm just going to pull my earplug out for the rest of the show. Jason in Red Deer says, what is going on today? Is Mercury still in retrograde? I saw Jed Roberts say Mercury's in lemonade. Yeah, but the Eskimo's great. Uh, Jenna Reagan, this is interesting. Jenna watching in Southern California talking about the Dallas Cowboys, which incidentally, Jenna, you might find interesting. I went by Jimmy Johnson's place yesterday. He wasn't there. It's because he was on uh, Fox. Nobody'd seen him there for a couple of weeks, interestingly enough. Todd Pinckney says uh, Regina Pat's home opener September 23rd. Game day deals, free popcorn, two-for-one beers, and $2 hot dogs before 7 p.m. puck drop. That should get a good crowd, I would think. In the Brand Center, I will be... Friday night at the Panthers Ice Stand, the Florida Panthers rink. FAU is opening their season, the Florida Atlantic University Owls. Hashtag defend paradise, the Florida Atlantic University Owls men's hockey team. Ryan McCarthy is watching in New York. He says, it's been a while since I've asked, but are we going to have time for Bo Levi Mitchell today? Thanks, uh, Ryan, but we're not even going to make those jokes anymore about Bo Levi because it's not, it's not funny anymore. Bo Levi Mitchell may never play again. I think we're putting the Bo Levi little rivalry to bed. Night, night. Kevin the Medium says, I can fill you in on what's happening to Moose. Enlighten me, please, Kevin. The medium. This guy's not joking, by the way. I look forward to uh, chatting with Kevin, the medium, privately one-on-one. But why don't you tell us all what's going on with Moose? So It seems like he's having some tech gremlins there in the sweatpants capital. Interesting. David in Winnipeg writes it and says, Rod, does the Queen's passing slash funeral have any kind of connection to you? My dad's 56 and was up at 4 a.m. Central to watch. Curious on your take. <clears throat> no, brah. None. 
Serena, by the way, whom you've met, she's met the queen. And the next time she's on the air, she'll tell that story. But I have no... I watched a couple episodes of The Queen. Was it on Netflix? And they didn't portray her very well. I was a fan of Princess Di, so... I feel like you got to kind of pick one. Well, while we're at it, news update. Canadians are honoring the long life and reign of Queen Elizabeth II with ceremonies across the country. There was a 96-gun salute at Le Breton uh, Flats in Ottawa. If I stumble over my words, it's because today's not going too well, and I haven't read this yet before. Here's hoping there's not a swear in it. There was a 96-gun salute at Le Breton Flats in Ottawa with a salvo for each year of the Queen's life. A parade was also held in the capital city with a march ending at Christchurch Cathedral where a who's who of Canada's political elite have gathered for a commemorative service for the monarch. Earlier today, the Queen's coffin was lowered into the royal vault at St. George's Chapel in London and will be moved to the King George VI Memorial Chapel for a private burial ceremony in about an hour. And this is where they would say, watch for dating. So, does it have any connection to me? No. But I remember being eight or nine years old when uh, Prince Charles and Lady Di got married. I remember staying up and watching that in the middle of the night. It was, and the train of her dress was the longest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> Jason in Red Deer says, Great show, Rod. With all the weird things going on, I would just stay home the rest of the day. I can't. I got a meeting after this. How about that at University Commons? Um, Kevin, the medium, says Darren has some friendly souls interfering with him. I'm trying to clear, but dang, they really are not wanting to go anywhere. See, Kevin, from where he is sitting in southern Alberta, can clear out Spirits. Not joking. He's done it here. And you people, you people think I'm nuts. Oh, hey, we're out of time. Thank God. Corey May says, when's the Rod Peterson parade? For what? We'll see you all tomorrow, noon east. Who has more fun than us? Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.